Welcome to Be Be Your Best, a podcast for your relationship with yourself. This podcast covers a wide variety of topics of you and for you so you can be your best. What is your lifelong relationship and decisions for your own well-being? What is your why to your own well-being of life so you can give your best? When you are your best, it is a ripple effect upon your inner and outer world. Let's discover together in this podcast with me, Betty Pierce, as together we cover topics such as Reiki, meditation, mindfulness, and much more. I hold a BA psychology and a minor sociology, Reiki master, certified primordial sound meditation instructor, event speaker, life coach, and so much more. Let's begin. Surrender to the Universe and Life Purpose, Episode 35. Are you ready? In this episode, um, we're going to talk about surrendering to the universe and life purpose. But first, would you do me a favor? Would you share this podcast with someone you know that you think would like this podcast? And thanks in advance for considering. So let's get started with episode 35, Surrender to the Universe and Life Purpose. In the holistic field, we all may come across imposter syndrome. Imposter syndrome is this fear that you'll be found out. It is loosely defined as doubting your abilities and feeling like a fraud. It disproportionately affects high achieving people who find it difficult to accept their accomplishments. It is feeling like a fraud and involves feeling self-doubt, and personal incompetence. It persists despite your education, experiences, and accomplishments. I have struggled in my past like many of you can probably attest to in your own life. For me, I've had divorce, an early death of my father, unhealthy habits, and so on and so on. As someone who offers healing modalities to others, I seem to have identified with this imposter syndrome, asking, who am I to offer Reiki or meditation to others when I myself myself, am struggling in this moment with what is my purpose? I wonder if I will be found out, that someone will find out that as an energy worker, I also struggle with my own energy and have ups and downs, cycling of normalcy to lows, the energy pulling me in a scatter. At times I have this false belief and that others will see me as a fraud. Just allowing this is a struggle. There's this need to gain some sort of control of things that seem to be out of control for me. How do we heal the imposter syndrome? We all have to do shadow work and write our own narrative on who we are. We have to heal those limiting beliefs that are stopping us from showing up. This is our higher self. How else can we heal? Invest in someone to walk with and support you. Someone who holds you accountable and guides you in this journey. Another way to heal the imposter syndrome? Belief. Belief that we all are great. Trust in this and your purpose as well as what you're meant to do. 
those great things. Here's a statistic. Seven out of 10 people experience imposter syndrome. I know I'm not alone and neither are you. We can overcome by recognizing our potential and taking ownership of our own achievements. Just because we think these things doesn't mean they are true. Some of the common signs of imposter syndrome include the inability to realistically assess your competence and skills. This gives a feeling of totally out of balance. Valerie Young categorized these into five different types. One, the perfectionist. Two, the superwoman or man. Three, the natural genius. Four, soloist. Five, expert. How to fix? There's seven of these. One, learn the facts. Two, share your feelings. Three, celebrate your success. Four, let go of perfectionism. Five, cultivate self-compassion. Six, share your feelings some more. Seven, accept it. What about the how-to when off course from your life purpose? The stuck in the same condition, this comparing of maybe my own current condition with what I expect to be or have. I do see that gratitude in waking up in the morning. Every morning I say, thanks God for another day and ask for assistance in what I need and how I can be of service to another. Surrendering to the growing when experiencing this dark side of life. We can't read a book to discover your purpose. It isn't linear nor easy. It comes from observing the mind and body. Zen Buddhism says that there are two minds, the thinking and the observing. Thinking is thinking anything. Observing is observing how you think. Do what feels right, one step at a time. Purpose gains clarity by taking those steps. As we grow, it will feel like the next step. I don't feel good, and so now the next step is here I want to go, but hasn't revealed itself to me. Yet a feeling is only a feeling. I might be right on track, and I know right now is where I need to be. Here's some questions to ask regarding your life purpose. One, what do I truly want in life and how do I get there? Two, what do I love most in life? Why? How does it make me feel? Three, why do I think I love it? Learning, trust me forward. Four, How can I make worthwhile for more people? Five, how do I admire the most of my life? Or I'm sorry, who do I admire most of my life? Who are they? What do I do if I owned their qualities? And lastly, number six, how can I be someone like him or her? What would I have at hand? What can I contribute to the world with my skills? We make decisions based on avoiding pain, guilt, 
or maximize pleasures of joy or love. I found this posture for surrender, corpse pose, also known as final relaxation. So go ahead, put me on pause, grab your yoga mat or a blanket to lay on, and come back. Did you pause? Are you back? Make sure you're comfortable in your environment. If it is chilly in the room, cover up with a blanket or put on your sweater and some socks. If you have a lower back problem, you can put a rolled blanket or a bolster under your knees. And as always, consult your own doctor or physician with specific concerns or questions. I am not a yoga instructor, so you can direct yourself to a certified yoga instructor. But if you're ready, let's begin. Lay down, switch off your phone and devices. This is performed on your back with your legs spread as wide as the yoga mat. In this gesture of surrender, you open your arms wide, relax to the side, and turn your palms up to face the ceiling. Don't try to keep them open. You can let the fingers just curl in if they need to, just naturally. Eyes closed. Let your chin gently move down as you release the back of your skull away from your spine. Tuck the shoulder blades onto your back for support. Release any effort from holding your limbs in place. Take a few deep breaths. Relax your entire body. Face, body may become heavy. Notice your breath, the natural flow. Have awareness of the chest and your abs as they rise and fall with each breath, light and soft. Allow the smooth breath to flow in and out. If your mind wanders, bring your attention back to your breath and just notice it. In this pose, a deeper part of you waits for moments to relax and truth to be revealed. Connection, clarity, all-knowing, love, or joy may arise from this state of ease and relaxation. Stay present and aware during this time. Let go in these moments and release control over the breath. Allow yourself to be held and be in wholeness. I will mind the time and let you know when this will be done. Go ahead.
Begin to deepen your breath. Start to wiggle your fingers and toes. Slowly reawaken your body. Stretch your arms overhead for a full body stretch from hands to feet. Bring your knees into your chest and roll over to one side. Use your bottom arm as a pillow while you rest in a fetal position for a few breaths now. Use your hands for support and bring yourself back up into sitting position. As we close this podcast, we finish with a surrender quote by Sonia Riccati. Quote, surrender to what is. Let go of what was. Have faith in what will be. Thanks for joining me. I'm Betty Pierce. and. As always, be your best.